Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to another video here on the Arabic in 60 Steps channel. I'm your Arabic teacher Sam, and uh, this is episode 8, I believe, in our Ala Uddin walkthrough series that we're doing here on the YouTube channel. It is sponsored by all of the paying students on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, so we'd like to first thank you. I would like to say thank you very much um, for your role in that, and would like to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah in your studies and uh, to bless you in your results from the program as well. So, on this little series, we are doing a giveaway. Uh, we are going to do 12 episodes, I think, and then it'd be a good time to maybe move on to something else. Um, but we'll, we'll reassess that in episode 12. We'll do it live and um, we'll kind of get a feel of the room to see if we'll continue with this or if we'll move on to another text. But anyway, so what we're doing in the giveaway is uh, for one of the people who's following along with this, you need to comment on every single one of the videos, you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel, you need to like every one of the videos, and you need to share every one of the videos in the series as well. Not on the whole channel. Um, some students have messaged me and said, I've shared every video on your channel. Jazakumullah khair. I'd very, very much appreciate that. But um, you don't need to share. I think I've got like 100 videos on this. You don't need to You don't need share 100 videos, right? But um, what are we doing in the giveaway? Well, you'll get one of these Arabic in 60 Steps mugs. We can do it in white or black. you get one of these Arabic in 60 Steps uh, jumpers. We can do it in white or black. Or you can have a t-shirt in white or black as well. And we have one of these Quran Galaxy lamps as well, which we'll send to you as well. Total value of all of it is about £100. So it's a really cool price. Um, I love this. I think... Isn't yeah? I might put this. I might put this away actually because it just started telling me that um I need to charge it up. But you can see it lighting up, right? I think when you tap it, I think it lights up. But um but anyway, like it's really cool because actually another thing is it's really sturdy. Like my youngest Eunice, he's one, and he picks it up and like throws it around and stuff, and it's never got damaged or anything. So so they're really hardy. If you've got really small kids, they're really good. But the, you know you can have the Quran. Um, on it, obviously it has the entire Qur'an on it and lots of um, nasheeds as well and it has all the different reciters on it that like all of the main ones that we all know about you know yeah so um, that's a really cool prize I'm going to put it over here because it might be when it gets low on charge it says um, please charge and we don't want that going on throughout the whole lesson so we'll put it over there and if it starts starts complaining then we'll, we'll put it away Good, so those are the prizes, that's the competition, that's the thank you very much for the students in the Arabic in 60 Steps program. Um, one last announcement is the reopening of the Arabic in 60 Steps program. It was our plan to open up for another cohort at the beginning of this month, but our transition to the new technology that we're moving to, so that we can have exams and progress checking and loads of other really cool stuff that we're adding to the program as well, as well as a student community kind of bolted onto the program as well. That's just taken longer than we thought it would, just some technical issues that we want to really make sure we get right before we move over, but it is I plan to open up in the next few days so please 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 keep an eye on the website on arabicin60steps.com or if you know that you're interested and you want me to reserve a place for you anyway you can always email me sam at arabicin60steps.com and we'll make sure we reserve a place for you because we'll, we'll, our next cohort will probably only have maybe 20 spaces maybe um yeah maybe so um yeah so i think that's everything i think that's everything that we need for now so let's get into it so this is lesson eight and we are down to um, If you don't have access to the PDF, you want to read along it as well, I'll put it in the description below as well, so you can, um, you can go over and check it out. Good. So, what is a غرض? What is, what is a غرض? A غرض is a purpose, or a pursuit of something. A purpose, really. We've talked about the sahir before. The sahir is the one who does sihr. The sahir is the fa'il pattern, meaning a person who kind of does that thing. 
A sahir is a person who does sihr, person who does magic, so a magician. Al-Ifriqi. So um, it is a African. The African sahir. Very nice. Um, just some other examples on that really quickly. Like that's a really that's a really common and useful thing to know about in the Arabic language. We cover it in step six on the program, um, where you take this fa'il pattern and you put, um, you know, um, the root letters of other words in it, and you get kind of the person or the thing that does that verb. So, for example, we have the we have the verb um, well, the word sihr. A sahir is a person who does sihr. If we take the verb kataba, meaning to write, a katib is a writer, or we take the verb qara'a, meaning to read or recite, a qara' is a reciter. Um, the verb rasama means to draw something, a rasim would be a drawer or an artist rather. Um, so that's really common. A person who does kafara, a person who does the disbelieving, a kafir, is a disbeliever, for example. So you can see how there's kind of a, a pattern throughout those. Sahir, katib, qara', kafir, right? And um, another one that's be useful actually for a, a, a word that we encounter quite a lot in this text, the verb talaba. Talaba actually means to seek something, um, but a talib means a seeker. But we know the word to mean a student, right? It does mean a student. A talib um, means a student, but in Arabic, the word for student has the connotation of being a person who seeks knowledge, which is quite refreshing, really. Um, you know, we, we kind of assume that a student is really someone who sits in a classroom like that. Most of the time, but uh, but um, no, in Arabic, a student is a is a talib, is a seeker, someone who actively is seeking the knowledge. Good. So let's get into the text. So we are right at the beginning. I always try to highlight stuff as we go, but I can't promise that I'll always remember, because I really do. Very nice. So Wakana is a nice way of putting something in the past. You know, it's kind of setting the scene for something. And it was هذا الساحر الإفريقي. This this African magician يقرأ. He reads في كتب السحر. So because of kana and يقرأ, it kind of makes يقرأ in the past, right? It's saying that he he was reading or something like that, or he used to read something like that. So, um, وَكَانَ هَذَا السَّاحِرُ الْإِفْرِيقِيُّ يَقْرَأُ فِيهِ He reads in كُتُبِ السِّحْرِ He reads in the books of a sihr. Why is it the books if there's no L on the beginning of L in the beginning of kutub? It's because this is the um, mudaf. Um, and a mudaf never has L at the beginning. Uh, or tanween, um, off the top of my head. So, في كُتُبِ السِّحْرِ In the books of a sihr. In the books of sihr. Good, he reads in the books of sihr. What does he read? That's a really nice expression. So, that indeed in a scene, that indeed in China. A kenz is a treasure. Kunuz is the plural. Kenz, kunuz. There is a kenz, there is a, a treasure. There is no like of it. There is no like to it. La uh, mafila, a mafil is a yeah, is a thing like it. There's nothing like it. Um, we had someone in the comments. Um, thank you very much for the person who answered this, answered this question about this. La anafia lil jints, the the absolute no, the absolute no. That what you'll do with that if you want to say there is no something like what's going on here, there is no likeness of it. La mafila, 
you have one fatha on the end of mathila. Uh, so another example that's really common is saying la ilaha. There is no ilah. There is nothing. There is no deity. La ilaha illallah, except Allah. Um, you know, in in kind of further explanation of that expression that some of the scholars give is la ma'buda. A ma'bud is the same as an ilah, really. Ilah means a deity, but a ma'bud is a thing that a, a abid worships, right? La ma'buda bihaqqin. There is no ma'buda bihaqqin. There is nothing worshipped in truth or by it. There is nothing with the right of worship. Illallah. Good. Anyway, a bit of a tangent, but we'll come back. La mafila lahu. There is no likeness of it. Fi kulli kunuz al-ard. In any of the treasures of the al-ard. Of the... Of the treasures of the earth. Good. In this case, but it would read just as well to say. And, and in that kens, and in that treasure is a musbah. Musbahan is a, a lamp. Ajiban, a wondrous. There is a wondrous lamp. Manqushan, there is a manqush. If something is manqush, it is engraved. Manqushan alayhi, engraved upon it is a talasim. I know a talasim is a talisman, but I don't really know what that is in English. Um, the, the only reason why I know it is because I've, I've been through translations of texts before that translate talasim to talisman, but is it like a little lo- is it like a logo on it or something with writing on it? Is that what a talisman? Someone put in the comments for me, please. Please educate me, inshallah, <laughs> um, on on what a talisman is. But but anyway, we have in brackets next to a little explanation, so maybe that'll help us out. Okay, so kitabatun khafiyatun wa khutootun ghamidatun. Okay, good. So yeah, kitabat khafiyya. So there are um, cryptic khafiyas, perhaps. Perhaps cryptic is a good translation of that. So there's there are kind of cryptic writings. Khutut, we talked about khutut before, is kind of the, the writing, that there's the script of it, the handwriting of it. Um, you can use the singular of it, khut, to literally mean someone's handwriting. I remember people in Palestine saying to me, khutak jamil, that your handwriting is beautiful. Like, they're, they're way too complimentary out there. You, you know, it's not really, my handwriting's not, but. Um, but yeah, your khutut are the, the, the lines of it. Literally lines, right? When, when they talk about handwriting, a khut is literally a line. But khutut, the lines are ghamidah. They are mysterious. I think mysterious is a good translation for ghamidah. But uh, yeah, the khutut ghamidah. Why is it ghamidah? Why is it feminine? Well, because khutut. Khutut is a non-human plural. So we describe it using a feminine singular adjective. Ghamidah. The writings are mysterious. Min um, al-sihr, yeah, there's there's kind of mysterious writings of magic on it. إِذَا فَكَرَهَا الْإِنسَانُ بِيَدِي جَاءَهُ خَادِمُ الْمِصْبَاحِ مُلَبِّيًا كُلَّ مَا يَطْلُبُهُ مِنْ Nice. إِذَا فَكَرَهَا And if or when فَكَرَهَا The verb فَكَرَ means to rub something, right? So when, when, when... When he rubs it, al insan, when when a man, when a human rubs it, biyadi with his hand, jahu comes to him, khadim al misbahi. The khadim, the verb um khada khadima, I feel like a verb actually khadima, um khadima khadima. I'm not sure. 
But uh, it means to serve, really. So a khadim is a server or a servant. The servant of the misbah comes out. Comes to him the servant of the misbah. Mulebbiyan. Mulebbi. If something is mulebbi, it means responding. Right, let's, let's find out what he's responding to, though. Mulebbiyan. So he responds to anything that you do, you request of him. Okay, so when a when a when a person rubs it with his hand, the servant of the masbah comes out responding to anything you request of him, anything you demand of him. Very nice. So. Ya'lamu means he knows, but because it's kana, it sort of means he knew. And the African magician or sorcerer knew that the the servant of the lamp, he is the greatest of the kings of the jinn, who are akbaru, he is the greatest or the biggest, but greatest really. It doesn't mean it's the biggest in size, right? Like, you know, it's not necessary for him to be big. It means he's great, right? So the greatest of the muluk, muluk is the plural of malik, muluk jinn the kings of the jinn, wa aqwahum, and well, qawiyun means strong, aqwa means the strongest. Uh, why is there an alif um, in there? Well, the word aqwa meaning stronger usually has an alif maqsura on the end, but a little rule in Arabic is that when you add a and when you add a damir onto the end, a pronoun, it becomes a an alif tawila. Very nice. Um, and the strongest of them and the the majority of them the majority of them are junud the plural of jundi which is a soldier so junudan the majority of them are soldiers I don't think that's true but um but yeah I mean in this the majority of the jinn are soldiers um but as I say, I don't think that's I don't think this is an authentic Islamic opinion, though. Um yeah, well it's definitely not. Um There are a lot of jinn in the army of Sulaiman, though, alayhi salam. Oh, you can read about that in um Surah Naml. There's an ayah in Surah Naml, maybe ayah starts from maybe ayah nineteen or eighteen if I remember that right. That um that the, the armies of that the armies kind of were were um were sort of hoarded to Suleiman. They were they were sort of they were um yeah, they were hoarded to him. Hushir Ali Suleiman. Um uh Jinn. So from even from the jinn, there were even jinn in his army. Well ins and people were tired, and even birds. There were birds and jinn and uh, and humans uh, in his army. For whom Yozarun, that kind of in, in pursuit. So there are definitely jinn who are junood, but I, but it's, I don't believe it's the Islamic position that the majority of the jinn are soldiers. Bismillah. وَلَيْسَ فِي اسْتِطَاعَةِ أَحَدٍ مِنَ النَّاسِ أَنْ يَفْتَحَ ذَلِكُمُ الْكَنْزَ أَوْ يَدْخُلَ إِلَّا فَتَى And it is not in the ability. Istita'a is the mustar of the verb um, astata'a. Form 10 verb, meaning to uh, be able to do something. 
And for, for you, you say, that I'm able to do, I'm able to do something, right? And it was not in the ability of ahadi min al-nasi. It's not in the ability of anyone. And open that kens, to open that treasure. Or to enter it. Except a boy. A feta. Yeah, it means a boy, young lad, a feta. It doesn't end there. It kind of explains who this feta is. Maybe we should scroll down a little bit just to learn who that feta is. So, yeah, so it says, illa feten at the end here. And then it says, fi ahadi bilad al-sin. Yeah, so uh, except a boy in one of the lands of China. In one of the, yeah, yeah, in, in, yeah, in China. Good. Um, in the next lesson, lesson nine, we will do that. And we will do that lesson this week as well, but it won't be live this week. Unfortunately, I just can't find a good slot for it to do it live. Um, so I will I'll record it um, probably straight after this and I'll release it shortly after. Um, yes, so we'll do that in the next lesson. And then we'll also do lessons 10 and 11 and then 12 will be our last one and it will be live. And we'll also announce the winner of... Um, you know, of all of, of, of the prizes. So, um, so yeah, only, only four um, lessons left. Something we have in the works is I would like to create a little book that kind of goes with this 12-step series. Um, I've kind of already started getting the vocab list and the texts and stuff together just for future students and also for you guys as well, if you want to revise from it and stuff as well, it would be nice. We'll make it, we'll make it sort of nicely designed and everything as well. We'll have a, we'll have it all a bit kind of mystical and everything. We'll, we'll, um, you know, we'll have nice artwork in and everything just as something for you guys to revise from because we'll probably learn a few hundred words throughout, you know, throughout these 12 lessons that we're going to do. So it'll be quite nice to kind of package it up um, in some way so that later students can benefit from it as well. And then you guys can revise as well, if you wish. Um, we could, no, no, I was going to say we could do an exam for it as well to see how you guys do. But um, I don't know where I can find the time for it because it's already mental. That's everything for this lesson. Um, I hope and I pray from the bottom of my heart that you guys have enjoyed it and benefited from it. I hope that I haven't got too excited and rushed over very important things that you needed to know. If there's anything in particular you'd like to ask about, then please do not hesitate to comment in the comment section below. And if you want to know anything about the Arabic in 60 Steps program, I would love to welcome another cohort of you guys into the program this month. So uh, please contact me, inshallah, if you have any questions at all, you'd like any help with that. And um, please keep an eye on the website as well for when we reopen in the next couple of days. That's it. You guys have an amazing day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.